Welcome to the Career Mentor Podcast, a program of hunger for success, a nonprofit organization devoted to helping people find and keep family wage jobs. Your host, Brad Lebowski, President and Chair of Hunger for Success. Thank you for returning to the Career Mentor Podcast. My name is Brad Lebowski, President and Chair of Hunger for Success. And today we have with us Fawn Germer, who's a beloved best-selling author of nine books, including the Oprah book, Hard Won Wisdom. She's been a keynote speaker for more than 80 Fortune 500 companies and was nominated for the Pulitzer Prize four times for her work as an investigative reporter. Fawn, thank you so much for being with us and sharing your experience and wisdom on how to inspire our listeners um, to not give up and to keep pursuing that dream. Well, thank you, Brad. It's good to be here. Thank you. So um, I know you're going to tell us some stories in terms of how to keep going when you keep hitting the wall. Um, But if I understand it correctly, you live by the Japanese proverb, fall down seven times, get up eight. How do you keep getting up? You just do, because when you hit the wall, if you stop, that's, you never know how close you are to getting there. So if you just keep getting up sooner or later, something happens, it works and life gets back on track. Excellent. And we know there's, because of the pandemic, there's, you know, a lot of bad news in the job situation and jobs are not only getting lost in a temporary aspect, but they're getting lost in the economy. They're being removed from the economy. So how do you help someone find hope? What are some of your suggestions? Uh, Well, the thing you have to do, you know, and I've got, I have a new book. It's, It's called Coming Back, How to Win the Job You Want When You've Lost the Job You Need. So I think this probably hits home for a lot of people. What you have to do when these opportunities seem to be shrinking is find out where the opportunities are and make yourself so qualified that you're the person that they have to go to. And that means you don't rely on your past experience, but that you keep doing what they call upskilling. And that means you take classes online like at edX.org or Coursera.org. Those are the two best places because the classes are mostly free. Doesn't matter what grade you get in them, but you can get up to date on artificial intelligence, robotics, all of the technologies that are going to be driving your profession. And then also look at the job qualifications that are being posted as requirements for jobs that are two levels above where you are, because you want to be versed in all of those skills and get the training you need now, because that makes you someone that they see will be producing and delivering down the road makes sense that you want to improve yourself and be competitive, that you take this kind of down opportunity to really take classes, learn as much as you can, sharpen your skills. What inspired you to write this book now? What, what led up to it? Well, actually, I thought it was age discrimination. I started seeing a lot of really great performers getting edged out at work or, uh, you know, fired or or shoved aside and, and I thought that was it. And it turned out that I had to look at why this was happening. And then I found out it was not an issue isolated to age. It's an issue of relevance. 
So if you're not seen as someone who has what it's going to take in five and 10 years when your job will be 100% different, they don't want you now. And the whole course of the book changed because I, I, as a former journalist, I do lots and lots and lots of interviews. And I did over 300 interviews with CEOs, executives, consultants, academics, and professionals to find out what it really takes to have a career that won't sputter out at any point. And the biggest thing is you have to show an insatiable curiosity where you're willing to train yourself and learn on your own and do the study so that you are the voice of the future, that you're not counting on them to tell you what you need to learn. So if, if you do that, you're golden. You just have to do it. Right. And really be inspired to do it. So one of the things that you say, and I believe it's in the book as well, the most important thing we can do is to move forward, you know, not stay in place, not get discouraged. What are ways that you've seen people move forward in this particular um, area? Yeah, I, the thing I always tell people is you have to have a list because it's so important that you are always ready to take one more step and one more step and one more step. So, I, you know, I like to walk long distances on the beach here and that might be 10 to 13 miles, but I have the kind of feet that hate walking long distances. And once they hit seven miles, they're screaming in pain. Right. And I learned that if I just take one more step and one more step and one more step, then I get where I need to go, but I just have to keep taking the next step. Well, that's exactly what happens when you're out of work is it's so easy to listen to people who are struggling or read bad headlines or get rejected for the 50th time and think there's no opportunity. Well, it's when you stop taking the step, this step, the next step, the next and the next that you derail everything. And the one thing that is most important in this is that you're not counting on online applications to deliver you into a decent job because right now that's where all the competition is. And for a long time, it's been the hardest place to go to get a job because you're competing against hundreds. The thing that you need to do and everybody needs to do is use their network. And it's if you don't have a network that's going to deliver what you want, you can build one. And that's what I talk about in my, my book about how you, you get on LinkedIn and you figure 10 companies that you wanna work for and you look for people who work in those companies and add them on LinkedIn and then start commenting on their posts. And then at some point, when they realize that you're a familiar name, then you say, hey, I'm really interested in your company. Would you even consider doing a 15 minute Zoom call with Zoom and coffee just so I can find out a little more? And that's how you start to build up your network. And then again, it's really important when you network people that you want them to also have some sort of a personal connection to you because then they go to bat for you. So it's finding out what you have in common, whether you grew up in the same area or you all, you know, you are Star Wars nuts or um, you both like to, to play baseball or swim or whatever. It's like find out something that you have in common with them. And that then builds a friendship that you can then leverage into some action to help you move forward. I think that's really important advice because a lot of us are insular 
in our jobs or careers, and you may not have that network that will support and you know help you through. Other than LinkedIn, what are some other recommendations you can make for someone to build a network where they can meet people and get that support and that lift, if you will, to the next opportunity? Well, you start with someone who has helped you before, who has been good in your career. And then right now, everything is virtual. So say, hey, can we do a Zoom call? And then do a Zoom call and then say, hey, next week, can you bring someone that helped you? So once they start bringing in their people, and then you set up a call with their people's people, you ratchet up your network rather quickly. So it's a matter of saying, I want to do this networking call. Can you help me? And then one at a time, they keep adding people in, and then you get some very influential people in your network. It's a great idea. It's a phenomenal idea. Low-hanging fruit, something you can do. One person can multiply into many different people. And Absolutely. Network. I think that's brilliant advice. And I think it's something that everyone can do. Sometimes people look and say, oh, I have to start a new career, I have to train, and they kind of get caught in the complexity or difficulty of it. But the reality is what you just suggested, super simple, anyone can do that. So, so I think right. that's, that's absolutely great advice. Can you think of other things, either people that you've studied or when you researched your book, kind of an aha moment for you that, wow, this is something that people should be doing in addition to the network and in getting the training to improving themselves. Is there anything else you would recommend to folks that are really confused or, or downtrodden, if you will, of how do I find that next thing? The most important thing is to keep your head in the game and to not feel discouraged because there is a lot of hardship right now and when you get battered by it, you think that it's you and it's not, it's not personal now. So it's so important that you limit the negativity you're exposed to because that then defines your world. So if everybody you talk to is struggling to find a job or is hitting the wall, then you're going to think there are no jobs and we're all gonna hit the wall. So surround yourself with people who are not facing the same thing and limit your exposure to the negative news every day because you have to find positive. And your greatest opportunity to succeed always occurs in a moment when everyone else is frustrated and giving up. So in the job market, you have legions of people who believe there is no opportunity. So that leaves an opportunity for those who don't quit. And so the most important thing is even if you get a thousand rejections, every day have five things you have to do to move you toward your goal. And whether that is spending an hour a day on LinkedIn every day and then making certain phone calls or, you know, you can always do volunteer work at a local organization because that gives you experience and it also gives you exposure to other leaders that you can add into your, connect, your, your network. So there's always something else you can do that will lead you to something else. I think that's good advice on two levels. I think the first thing, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling discouraged, Use that network, use family and friends. Don't be afraid to connect with these folks and get a different perspective because you're right. There's 35 million people who are looking for jobs just like you and you wanna be able to stand out and you wanna be confident and prepared to enter into that workforce. But I think the other thing you said, <clears throat> which I recommend to a lot of our participants, volunteer, do pro bono work, get to know people, 
at least you're doing something positive, something you enjoy, something you're good at. And I think that in and of itself can fuel excitement, curiosity, energy towards finding that new thing. And, and also find some temp jobs too, because if you go to a temporary agency, you may get placement, which then gives you current employment on your, your resume, right. gives you new skills, new contacts, and often they turn into permanent jobs. Yeah, that's excellent. Do you have any, <clears throat> excuse me, feedback or experience on how temp agencies are doing right now during the pandemic? Well, I think they're really busy. You know, it's, it's that if, if there is an unmet need in a company, they're more inclined to go with a temp agency than they are with a permanent employee. So they, they, if they have work that needs to be done, a lot of them are turning to temps. Makes a lot of sense. So <clears throat> have you ever, and I haven't read the book yet, but when you talk about building your network, when you talk about improving your skills, when you talk about volunteering and making sure that your head's up every day, because that opportunity is going to hit one day and you want to be awake and ready to go. Have you ever or provide any advice in your book or in your career to people that maybe start their own business instead of looking for a new job, they're developing something themselves? So is your question, have I, I'm not sure which question is. So have you advised people or have experience seeing someone who instead of trying to get a new job has started the Oh, business. okay, yeah. Yeah, I do a chapter on that actually. And that, that often is the fastest way to, to stop a hemorrhage. You can start your own business right now if you wanna be an Uber, Uber driver or do a portfolio career, which is where you add several things that will bring you income at once while you're figuring out what it is you're going to do. The one thing I tell people who are starting their businesses is to be careful about how you're spending your money in that. Because a lot of times they just add things and buy things that aren't absolutely necessities in the beginning. Right. So the biggest thing you want is cash flow. And that means you don't overextend yourself. But if it looks like you're going to have to start a business, start a business, figure out something that's going to work. Do your research. Don't dive in blind. Get some mentoring. Say you're going to start a yogurt stand. Well, if the people who own yogurt stands in your county aren't willing to tell you how to do it, five counties over, someone sees you as no threat at all and will tell you everything. So you do your research, find out, set yourself up for success, and then go for it and believe you can do it. The worst thing that happens in any career, whether you are self-employed or not, is a negative mindset. If you give yourself an inch to fail, you could fail. Don't give yourself that inch to fail. I think a lot of times when I talk to particular participants, they eliminate themselves before giving the employer or someone a chance to eliminate them. And we always try to encourage them to say, apply, talk to them, let them be the ones to say no, learn from it. Don't take it as a, like you said, don't take it personally but take it as a learning opportunity, learn from it and keep going. Before I was self-employed, I can't even tell you how many times I applied for things I thought I would never get and I got them. And so you don't go in thinking they won't want me or I don't meet all the qualifications, just try. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. What other parts of your book do you think would be and we want to encourage people to get the book, obviously. We don't want to 
read it all now and, and spoil it for him. But is there one other thing you can think of that you find, I think, appealing in your book, whether it be a chapter or the concept that will help people just look ahead and be positive? Well, there is a lot on job hunting and interview tips and, and networking and all of that. It's This book is geared toward people who are, um, you know, harder to place. So been at, had, had a long period of not being in the workplace, either, you know, because they haven't been employed or have stopped to raise kids and things, or if they're a little bit older. Sure. So um, the there's advice in here that is also relevant for everybody of any age. And, it, but it was, it was really written with these hard to place things. So if you're an extended unemployed person, this may really help you. The big thing I hope you do today is, is you know, you go to Coursera.org and edX.org and start taking some classes that just keep you in the game and make you a more seasoned applicant so that you can say, oh, I just took a class in innovation from MIT. And it doesn't mean that you're a student at MIT, but it means you're keeping up with things. And the fact that you can do it for free, and if you're sitting at home anyhow, might as well do that. And, and one other thing is that while you're going through this, don't forget to live your life because you can stress yourself to death. You're gonna get your way through this. You'll figure this out. Maybe not today and maybe not tomorrow, but don't waste today or tomorrow. Do things that matter to you that you love while you have this time because the day will come when you're busy working and you won't have this time. So live your life. I think that's great advice. And uh, again, to, to reinforce the importance of learning and improving yourself, something I tell people all the time, no one can take away your education. You could have a right. bad experience with a supervisor. You may not fit in particularly at one company, um, but no one can take away your education. No one can take away what you're learning and, and developing. So I think that's excellent advice. How do people find your book and buy it? It is at Amazon and Barnes and Noble and any other place that you go to buy books. It's called Coming Back, How to Win the Job You Want When You've Lost the Job You Need. And I'm Fawn Germer as author. You can go to my website, fawngermer.com. And uh, hope to see you all there. Excellent. Anything you want to give to us before we go? Um, something that's important to you, something that may have inspired you in the past that's helped you or anything you want to leave us? Well, you know, the thing that inspired me most was I had a mother that had a, a serious illness for 20 years. She was paralyzed by a stroke and then got oh. Alzheimer's. And, and I learned that the most important thing when having a crisis is to follow three steps, accept, cope, and adapt. Because the faster I could accept, cope, and adapt, the faster I would let go of my misgivings of losing what was in behind me and then just find happiness with what I have. So when there's a crisis, I, the first thing I tell myself is accept, cope, adapt, because that makes you happy now. Excellent advice. Fawn, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you everyone who's uh, listening and downloading the Career Mentor Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Brad Lebowski, President and Chair of Hunger for Success. We thank you for listening and hope to hear from you very soon. Fawn, thank you again for uh, an incredible contribution to our podcast and to motivating people and giving them really good advice on how to move ahead. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brad. Good luck, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.
This has been the Career Mentor Podcast, intellectual property of hunger for success. All rights reserved, 2021.